0: I don't know about you, but I, over the years, have developed a taste for sushi Uh, there was a time when I would not have eaten sushi I I was in that stage of life where all I wanted to do was order chicken tenders and I'll be honest with you sometimes I still like to order chicken tenders but my my taste has uh, has matured a little bit over the years and uh, you know I've I've ventured out there uh, from time to time and, and I do like sushi I especially like fried sushi which I guess is not really sushi but hey you know back to the chicken tenders thing if it's not broke don't fix it Uh, But I I, I like sushi. I've I've developed a taste for sushi over the past couple of years. And the thing about sushi is what what do they typically bring uh, with sushi? Well, they usually bring a little thing of ginger. Why? What does ginger do? Ginger is what they call a palate cleanser. And the title of today's mini-podcast is Palate Cleansers. And I want to talk about this for just a minute. Uh, what it means to have our taste refined, so with sushi, they bring these little palate cleansers, this little ginger and, and i 'm not a huge fan of ginger i 'm not one of those people who has a taste for ginger um, you know every now and then i 'll have something with it and it doesn 't necessarily bother me but i 'm not a huge fan of ginger ale i 'm not a huge friend uh, friend f- fan of gingerbread. Um, I also don't have any gingerbread man friends either, just so we're clear. Um, but I'm not, not, not a huge fan of ginger, but it's a palate cleanser. It cleanses your palate, it cleanses your taste. Why? So that you can enjoy, you can taste what you're eating. Why they only serve that with things like sushi typically and not other things, I don't know. Um, it's probably because everything else has MSG in it. And it, Well, anyway, that's a whole other thing. But it's a palate cleanser. And, you know, I want to bring this up to you today. Um, There are spiritual palate cleansers. There are things that will cleanse, watch this, what we have a taste for. One of the things that does this is fasting. Now, (laughs) fasting is one of those things that not many people come to a fasting conference. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to, we're having this fasting conference in, in Fort Worth, Texas. Everybody come, you know, bring your expect expectation, you know, or typically, you know, it it would be a, it would be a sparse auditorium. You know, we'd be fasting a crowd if we, if we did a a conference like that. Um, but cause it's not a, a popular thing to talk about, but you know, fasting cleanses your palate, both spiritually and naturally. I mean, if, you, if you're if you wanting to, to get off of eating unhealthy food or whatever it is, you, you've got to fast it for a while. You've got to make it a point to to get your body off of that thing, whatever it is, so it doesn't have a taste for it anymore. And you have to develop a taste for healthier things. Well, this is true spiritually as well. When we fast social media, when we fast you know, a bunch of TV and all this stuff, when we fast music that's not necessarily giving glory to God, it, we're cleansing our palate, we're cleansing what we have a taste for. So often we, we have a taste for things simply because we just keep feeding on it. If you keep eating those chips, you're going to keep wanting to eat those chips because those chips are designed to make you want more. <laughs> and there's so many things that are like that. And maybe we don't want this thing. We don't want to keep doing this. We know it's unhealthy. We know it's not right. But we have a taste for it, and it's hard to fight that. And fasting puts the flesh under. It brings the spirit uh, in, in a more strengthened position to be able to overcome the flesh. But it cleanses your palate. It cleanses what you have a taste for. So I want to read a couple of scriptures to you today just talking about spiritual palate cleansers. Psalm 51 verse six, it says, behold, you desire truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part, you will make me to know wisdom. I'll say this right in the beginning. Um, You know, God doesn't just want to deal with surface level things. He always goes to the root. He wants truth in the inward part. He told the Pharisees, you are those who clean the outside of the cup, but you leave the inside filthy. Well, the inside of the cup is what you drink out of, so that's what's going to affect you. And, and he said, I want truth in the inward parts. But then he says this, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Now, what, what is this hyssop? What is hyssop? Well, hyssop, it's a, I looked it up, it's a minty plant and it's used for a lot of different conditions. But he said, purge me with hyssop. I'll I'll finish the verse. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Make me hear joy and gladness that the bones that you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. So it's this picture of cleansing, of purging, making me whiter than snow. It says, make me hear joy and gladness. This is, this is a cleansing. These are palate cleansers. And this hyssop that he's talking about, it's this minty plant, and it's used for a lot of different conditions. But can I tell you what one of the main conditions that hyssop is used for? I looked this up on the Google. Loss of appetite. Oh, come on. I'm going to say that again. One of the things that hyssop is used to cure is the loss of appetite. Now, I'm going to get into this in just a minute here, what that means, but he's talking about this cleansing, this purging, purge me with hyssop. And he said, make me hear joy and gladness. You know, a lot of times we are feeding on so much depression, so much darkness, so much bad news that we can almost get to the point where we develop an appetite for it. Why would you want to hear bad news? You're so used to it. Why do people pay money to go see horror movies? Why do people pay money to go see people get killed and murdered? They develop an appetite for that. They develop a taste for that. And there's spiritual things involved with that, but it's an appetite that you feed. And negative, dark things, it's an appetite that you feed. But he said, make me hear joy and gladness. What is this? This is a palate cleanser. Help me develop an appetite for what is full of joy and what is full of gladness. You have to develop this appetite. You have to refine your taste buds, so to speak. And he said, cleanse my, cleanse my palate, cleanse my appetite, cleanse what I have a taste for. Because hyssop helps with the loss of appetite. In Psalm 119, 103, it says, How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Now, the word is used throughout the Bible in connection to food. It's used as a parallel to food. It's described as honey, as the verse we just read. It's described as bread. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. It's referred to as milk. So it says, desire the sincere milk of the word. And what's, what's it, what else is it referred to? Meat. It said, you, you need the strong meat of the word of God. So it's these four food groups of the Word of God. You got honey, you got, you got bread, you got milk, and you got meat. I mean, yeah, it covers everything, you know. You get a little something salty and a little something sweet, you know. <laughs> you got it all. Some carbs there, you know. You got some dairy, you know. There's a whole lot of stuff in there. And that's what the Word of God is. But, but, you know, you can lose your appetite for the Word if all you're doing is developing a taste for other things. All you're doing is developing a taste for ungodly things or worldly things. That's all you're feeding on. And I'm not saying it's wrong to watch a movie or listen to a secular song, but what's your appetite for? What, what are you always craving? What, what is it that you are constantly having a mouth-watering for, if that makes sense? Because the truth is, the more you feed on the word, not only does the word cleanse your palate and cleanse your taste and refine your appetites, but the more you feed on the word, the more you'll hunger after the word. Uh, Acts talks about people who addicted themselves to the word of God. The word of God will refine your appetites and it'll cleanse your palate. It's food, and it'll build you up. It'll strengthen you, and the more you feed on it, it, There are times that the word can be so satisfying to you that it's like eating a fresh hot loaf of bread. There are sometimes that the word can be so refreshing that it's like drinking a glass of ice cold milk, before you go to bed. There's times the word of God can be so sustaining and building up that it's like eating a T-bone steak. And there's times that the word can be so sweet, it's like dipping your finger in raw honey. It's sweet. It's, it cleanses you, it edifies you, it refreshes you, it ministers to you. And the more you feed on the Word of God, the more you develop an appetite for it. But what are you feeding? Because when you feed one appetite, you'll lose another. When you, when you develop one appetite, you'll starve another. And a lot of times people have lost their appetite for what is of God and what is good because their, their, their palate needs to be cleansed and they, 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 they want God, they read the Word, and, and they're listening to sermons, and they're doing this, and they're like, okay, I want that, but they've still got this appetite, this taste for these other things. Baby, you need a palate cleanser. You need something to come in and cleanse your taste <laughs> because God has good things for you, but what do you have an appetite for? What do you have a taste for? And sometimes it can seem like, oh, I could never get rid of this appetite. You know, I'm just so used to this. I like this so much. You know, this is a part of who I am. But, you know, Jesus said there are some things that if it's causing you to stumble, you got to cut it off and cast it from you as if it was a part of you. So just because it feels like it's a part of you or who you are, your personality, does not necessarily mean it's from God. Oh, I, I, that hurt me as much as it did you, Okay. <laughs> Just because it's a part of your personality and who you are, doesn't necessarily mean it came from God. There are some things that need to be cut off and cast from you. There are some things that need to be cleansed and purged and put away from you. Now, that doesn't mean you are not a unique person. That does not mean God has not put his unique fingerprint on you, that that you know you are unique in him. Absolutely. But you need to identify what is from Him and what has gotten its hooks in you from the world, what has grafted itself on you like a leech from the world and felt like it's become a part of you, but it may not have anything to do with who you are in Christ. Do you understand? We need to find out who we are in Christ and strip off everything else. Keep our eyes on Jesus and lay aside every weight. In the final couple of minutes of this podcast, I want to read this verse to you. Psalm 34, four, verse 8, it says, "O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in Him. You know, many people still have a bitter taste left in their mouth from bitter circumstances. And because of that, they are unable to taste and see that God is still good. Oh, come on. God loves them. He's good to them. He has not changed, but they've gone through some kind of bitter experience. They've had some bitter encounter. They've had some disappointment, some heartbreak, something. And they've still got a bitter taste in their mouth. And now they're having trouble tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. That's why he said, Lord, make me hear joy and gladness. Refine my taste. What they need is a palate cleanser. <laughs> they need to have their, their appetite washed, their, their palate cleansed of that bitterness, of that bitter herb, that, that bitter circumstance, the thing that has tried to leave a bitter taste in their mouth and affect their expectation and their faith. I'll say this real quick and I'll be done. You know, uh, I've mentioned this several times. And, you know, if if we don't make these things relevant, if I don't tell you things from my life, this isn't going to be relevant to you. And this is just real life. And that's what I have to offer. You know, uh, several months ago, I went through a breakup this past summer. And, uh, you know, it kind of just I was felt really just. Exhausted and tired after it, and I was like, I said to the Lord, uh, I mentioned this couple that I know, and, and they're they have this love story that's really amazing, and like you know is you know God and divine connection and all this stuff, and they've told this story many many times, and I've heard it over and over again, and I've always kind of used that as a as a template for the kind of vision that I've had in that area of my life. But after I went up went through this breakup, I literally said out loud to the Lord, God, I have lost my appetite for a love story like theirs. I don't care anymore. I've lost my appetite for it. And can I tell you something? Two minutes later, two minutes after I said that in my car, I pulled up to a health food store, walked in and guess who I ran into? That couple. (laughs) And they don't even live in the same town. They live across the country. They just happen to be visiting. And I just had some small talk with them. um, But I knew it was the Lord. And I knew just at the moment I had said that, the Lord was saying, Ben, don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on the vision that's on your heart. Don't give up on a story that gives me glory. What was he doing? He was cleansing my palate. He's saying, Ben, get that bitterness out of your mouth. Get that bitterness out of your mouth. He said, said, taste and see that I'm still good. So I want to minister that to you today. If you've got bitterness in your mouth, if you've got wrong appetites or things you want to get rid of, it's okay because you have a palate cleanser. But you have to use it. The Word of God is your palate cleanser, and it will turn the bitter waters into sweet waters.